Flying Podcast. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, if you've turned in on few, uh, previous episodes where we had John Kerry, uh, autopilot off the Briggs and flogging Molly on the show. Um, tonight on the program, we're going to have Howie Day, Dashboard Confessional, and Tears for Fears, um, all from the uh, Alice's Now and Zen Festival back in 2004. Uh, there's not going to be any interviews on this show. You may have noticed the first episode didn't have any music. This episode isn't going to have any interviews. It's going to be purely music. Um, but I am going to uh, add something to the program, uh, and that is talking about music news, um, things that are big uh, in music news right now. So um, we're going to start it off with that. But be, uh, before we get to that, um, if you can, please uh, go to Twitter. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Concert Pipeline. Um, tell your friends uh, and subscribe to the show as well. Before we get into music news, I want to tell you about a big festival that's coming to San Francisco called SF Sketch Fest. Uh, this is the 13th year SF Sketch Fest has existed, um, and they're bringing a really great lineup this year. And we're going to be there uh, for some of the action to uh, tell you about it, maybe get some interviews uh, with some of the performers, um, and uh, review some of the shows as well. Um, one show that um, we definitely have on the books to uh, review right now is Tenacious D. Uh, Tenacious D is going to be performing at SF Sketch Fest on January 23rd at the Crest Theater and uh, they're amazing. You know Tenacious D from uh, Jack Black, uh, obviously a big A-list actor, um, and Kyle Gass. He also has a side project, uh, tr uh, his band Trainwreck, uh, he used to have. He now also has the Kyle Gass band um, that he uh, performs with. So um, Tenacious D is going to be there, um, and they're going to be uh, talking, showing clips, um, and uh, playing some songs. Uh, that's a sold-out show, though, um, so um, no more tickets are available for that but there are a lot more shows that are uh, available and you can check them out on sfsketchfest.com um, some of the other shows uh, that uh, SF Sketch Fest is highlighting uh, this year um, is the Napoleon Dynamite 10th anniversary screening with John Heater yes no, uh, Napoleon Dynamite himself uh, uh, is going to be there um, and so is uh, Pedro um, and some of the other cast. So they're going to have a 10th anniversary screening um, that same day, January 23rd. Um, there's a Revenge of the Nerds 30th anniversary screening. Some of the, uh, the cast of the Revenge of the Nerds uh, are going to be there, um, and that's moderated by Chris Hardwick of uh, the uh, Talking Dead and Talking Bad and Nerdist um, fame. So um, that's pretty cool. Chris Hardwick is doing um, a handful of shows with SF Sketchfest, so um, so there's going to be a bunch of opportunities to see him. Um, Broken Lizards, Super Troopers, some of the cast is going to be there for uh, for that. It's the Footloose 30th Anniversary Dance and Sing Along Party. Now, how can you want to miss that, right? Um, Doug Benson um, is going to be there, and he's going to uh, be showing a movie um, and doing uh, episodes of his podcast. He's going to be uh, talking during Twilight New Moon. Uh, that should be pretty funny, the Benson movie interrupted. Um, there's Team Coco, uh, that's Andy Richter and a bunch of the uh, uh, people who work on uh, Conan O'Brien's show are going to be doing um, a, sh a show there as well, so, um, so that'll be really funny for sure, as well as a ton of comedians. Um, there, I mean, anybody you can think of really um, is going to be there. Uh, John DiMaggio, uh, Luke Wilson, Mike White, 
um, uh, Lance Bangs, uh, Brian Stack, Steve G. Uh, anybody you can name um, is going to be there. There's, there's a lot of comedians uh, all getting together for several weeks of uh, uh, performances. Uh, there's going to be a ton of podcasts, musical shows, comedy shows, theatrical of, uh, events, um, and uh, let's see who else is going to be there. Jason Ritter, uh, Dave Foley from uh, Kids in the Hall, um, James Yurbanki, uh, 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 Michael Ian Black, um, Adam Scott um, from Parks and Recreation, Michael Showalter, uh, the, the list goes on and on, and uh, uh, Gilbert Gottfried's going to be there. I mean, the, the list can pretty much stop at Gilbert Gottfried, right? I mean, he's, uh, I'm sure, going to be uh, having a very controversial show, which will be pretty funny. So uh, so definitely a lot of stuff you can check out, and you can check it out at sfsketchfest.com. Uh, some of the shows are going pretty quickly, so you want to make sure to get tickets while you can. Um, and uh, uh, and we'll be at some of the shows as well. So, um, so we'll be bringing that to some of the future podcasts of Concert Pipeline. Um, so moving on, uh, let's talk about music news. Um, first up in music news uh, is one of the biggest uh, events of the year is the Coachella Valley Musical Festival. Um, and that festival announced its lineup, um, which is always a really exciting big time because uh, th they sell tic tickets uh, so fast, people don't even care who's going to be there. They know that there's going to be an awesome festival uh, with a lot of great performers, usually a reunion, several reunions maybe, um, of bands that you haven't seen in a really long time. And that's what's happening this time um, is the big name on the Coachella Valley Musical Festival is outcast outcast is reuniting um for the first time in um nearly a decade um that they haven't been together so uh, a lot of people are really excited about that andre 3000 and big boy will be performing at um, the coachelli valley musical festival and it's two weekends of concerts down in indio california um, where they get um, a ton of bands together. It's usually scorching hot, but you don't care because you're having so much fun uh, and seeing a lot of your favorite artists. So um, after nearly a decade away from the stage, Atlanta hip-hop duo Outkast has a uh, they've announced that they have a busy 2014. So they're not stopping at just Coachella. Um, they're uh, set to uh, play at nearly 40 uh, festivals worldwide this year. So um, Outkast is announcing Coachella is the first one. So there's going to be more to come. Uh, if you don't live um, down south in California, uh, there's a good chance that Outkast will be playing a music festival near you as well. So keep an eye out f uh, for that. Um, and uh, those confirmed dates are April 11th and April 18th, 2014, um, for Outkast to be playing Coachella. Some of the other bands uh, that um, are playing Coachella are The Replacements, Broken Bells, um, Girl Talk, Eddie Gooling, Chromio, uh, AFI is playing, that's pretty cool. Um, the, uh, the Cult, uh, ASAP for Group Love, a really cool band is uh, playing there. Um, the, on the uh, first night of uh, the Coachella F Music Festival. Um, also playing are Queens of the Stone Age, Skrillex, uh, Pharrell Williams, uh, Lord, Foster the People, Pet Shop Boys. Where'd they dig them out of? 
Um, MGMT, that's right, the band that uh, brought you kids. Um, Empire of the Sun, Fatboy Slim, that's pr that that would be a pretty cool show uh, uh, to see. Uh, Cage of the Elephant, uh, Capital Cities, The Naked and Famous, um, and then the uh, the last day, the Sundays of the festival, and I guess it's two weekends, so they uh, they kind of mirror each other since Coachella has gotten so big. Um, on the Sunday festival, um, Beck. Arcade Fire is headlining uh, the the third day of uh, Coachella Valley Music Festival. Arcade Fire is amazing. I got a, I got to see them play uh, a couple of times, but one time was uh, before they um, were really big um, at this uh, little place called uh, Great American Music Hall. Just uh, a nice little venue uh, to to see a band in, uh, and they were touring um, under their first album, uh, Funeral. And it was so great to see them then. Um, and so they've come out with uh, their new album, Reflector, and so they'll, I'm sure they'll be playing a lot of that album and some of the old stuff as well. Uh, Motorhead is going to be playing Coachella, uh, and um, 1975 uh, uh, is playing, um, who else, Fishbone, um, a lot of other bands. So you can check out the lineup at Coachella.com uh, to see who's going to be uh, playing that festival. Muse is headlining the uh, the second day as uh, as well. So um, a lot of great great bands um, are playing there. Next up in music news, Jason Newstead finally explains why he left Metallica. That's right. Uh, the legendary guitarist for Metallica left a long time ago, 13 years ago um, to be exact, and um, and he's finally coming out and saying why he left uh, uh, such a great big band. Um, and, and the story kind of goes like this. Uh, here's a quote from Jason Newstead. I've never told this story. I'm not sure if I should tell it now, actually. Um, there was a lot uh, leading up to it through time. The very upside-down thing that I don't think anybody knows, the management of Metallica was very, very excited about Echo Brain, which was one of Newstad's uh, side projects. Um, uh, wanted to take it uh, out for me, wanted me to do Echo Brain also with Metallica. They felt Echo Brain was that good, this, uh, the singer was that good, uh, and it didn't affect Metallica because it was a totally different kind of thing. And I was in Metallica, uh, that, uh, that would give it its pedigree already. And continues on. Um, and so they had told me pretty convincingly, uh, this is a great record. We've been playing it around the office. That's all I've been hearing. It's fantastic. This kid has a great voice. Let's do something with this. Uh, that's what they uh, told me. And then James Hetfield heard about it and was not happy. He was, I think, pretty much uh, out uh, to put the kibosh out uh, on the whole thing because it, it would somehow affect Metallica in his eyes because now the managers were interested in something uh, I was doing that had nothing to do with him. And uh, the bassist sums up the situation uh, like this. I have no idea what Hetfield was thinking other than just protecting what he valued uh, just like he does. That's his thing. He protects what he loves, squeezes it too hard, like he uh, said himself, squeezes it too hard, protecting it too much. That's where I was coming from. The people that I had counted on for 15 years to help me with my career, help Metallica, take care of my money, uh, do all of those things, told me, your new project is fantastic. We'd like to help you with it. Uh, James heard about it. The manager calls me back a couple of days later. Sorry, we're not going to be able to help you with that echo brain thing. So uh, James Hetfield is pretty much saying he was out in the cold uh, after um, he wanted to uh, create a side project away from Metallica that um, 
that Metallica as management stepped away from him and didn't support him with that project, uh, which ultimately led to him leaving the band. So that's pretty big news um, that that's you know finally coming out and that we haven't heard about that for this long. Um, so yeah, I mean it's uh, Newstead obviously later went on to create Megadeth and that did much better than Echo Rain did, uh, but um, but it's no Metallica and I'm sure he was wishes he could find some way back into Metallica. Um, Metallica was also um, in a couple years ago inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and um, Jason Newstead got to play that with them. They they invited him back to to play with them, which is really cool because he helped. Um, uh, make them get them into the Hall of Fame in uh, his early years. So, with the band, um, so that's pretty pretty interesting to to hear that side of it and hear that um, that honesty. And uh, that quote came from Scuzz TV, an interview that he did with Scuzz TV. So, um, you might be able to hear more about that from if you look up Scuzz TV. Uh, next up in music news, the Red Hot Chili Peppers are added to the Super Bowl halftime show. So uh, while the initial announcement of pop sensation Bruno Mars uh, uh, has been uh, circulating as the headliner f uh, for the Super Bowl halftime show, um, it's been going around for a while that he's going to be playing. Uh, Red Hot uh, Chili Peppers are now sneaking in uh, to also perform at the um, halftime show, which will uh, bring a, a lot more audience as well since they've been around a lot longer than Bruno Mars has. Um, it, it won't be much of a commute to the Chili Peppers because they're already um, in the area, um, but they're also um, set to headline the massive uh, Big Hello to Brooklyn concert, which is happening at the Barclays Center Arena the night before uh, that game. So they'll already um, be there, um, but they'll be able to be seen by hundreds of millions of people at the uh, Super Bowl, so that's going to be uh, really big for them also. Um, and... Uh, next up in music news, um, U2, um, after uh, three years, it's been about three years since the, uh, their um, last show, uh, they um, had a surprising live return uh, for, for the first time, and they were the uh, special guests at the third annual Help Haiti Benefit that took place at the Beverly Hills Montage Hotel. Um, Billboard reports U2's brief full band set in the hotel ballroom featured I Will Follow, Desire, and Vertigo. Uh, earlier into the evening, Bono performed alongside the Edge on guitar uh, with Haitian singer uh, Anel Jean-Pierre, uh, and that benefit raised nearly $6 million uh, for that uh, JP Haitian Relief Organization. Um, some of the people who showed up for that show were Bette Midler, Michael Douglas, Gwyneth Paltrow, Charlize Theron, Piers Morgan... Chelsea Handler, Sarah Silverman, um, and Catherine Bigelow. So a big old uh, list um, attending uh, that show. In distant future, it's hard to tell, uh, but they did take home a Golden Globe for Ordinary Love. Uh, Bono and The Edge were on hand and took home the prize for the Best Original Song at the 71st Annual Golden Globe Awards. Um, and they won for Ordinary Love, which was their first song in three years as well, uh, from the Nelson M uh, Mandela biopic, Mandela, Long Walk to Freedom. So uh, The Edge took the podium first to speak about Mandela, telling the crowd, we've been working uh, for President Mandela since the 70s, uh, uh, since we were teenagers. He explained that the first concert the band ever played was in support of ending the um, th uh, that movement and remarked that 35 years later they were able to write a song for the man that inspired their activism. Um, Larry Mullen Jr. followed by telling the crowd to thank 
uh, that thanks to Mandela, uh, Holy Catholic Ireland w was able to eventually see peace. Adam Clayton uh, then thanked uh, Brian Burton, better known as Danger Mouse, uh, for helping them make uh, the song, and Coldplay uh, frontman Chris Martin for helping them work the song out. Bono then took to the mic uh, to talk about the band's great connection uh, with the track, and Mandela, who died uh, December 5th um, at his uh, home at the age of 94. Bono said, it's really personal for us, very, very personal. This man t turned our life upside down, right side up. He was a man who refused to hate, not because he didn't have hate or anger or these things, uh, but that uh, the th he thought love could do a better job. So um, so maybe more to come from you 2 in, uh, in 2014 as well, but it's hard to say uh, right now how long there. Uh, temporary hiatus of sorts uh, will be, um, especially after uh, they produced the Spider-Man uh, Broadway play that uh, didn't really work out so well. Um, they're still a band though and will still keep performing and be one of the biggest bands of all time. So um, so that's pretty cool. Your pipeline. Uh, again, th uh, these uh, concert performances came from Now and Zen Festival in 2004, so they're almost 10 years old. But uh, some of the bands have gone on to bigger things. Um, we're going to start it out with uh, Howie Day. He was the opener for Now and Zen, um, and here is a clip of his song, Sorry So Sorry. Concert Pipeline. 
Um, next up, we're going to listen to a couple of songs from Dashboard Confessional. Uh, Chris Caraba, the lead singer of Dashboard Confessional, uh, played an acoustic set at Now and Zen Fest in 2004. Um, currently, he's on tour with uh, his side band, which is called Twin Forks. They're on tour overseas, hitting the United Kingdom, Netherlands, Germany, uh, Luxembourg, France, Switzerland, you name it. Um, so uh, they're not around in the United States right now. Can't catch them anytime soon anyway, uh, according to their website. But uh, maybe they'll be back after that. Um, anyway, let's go ahead and continue on the show with uh, Dashboard Confessional. Here is their song, Best Deceptions. <laughs> Cool reason, the cool nights, and the cool guys. Let's just 
on with two more songs from Dashboard Confessional, but before we do, I want to point out something that's going to be included in the beginning of uh, their first song, which is uh, Sailors and Saints. Um, there's a girl in the crowd, in the very front of the crowd, um, who uh, kept yelling uh, at Chris Caraba, It's my birthday! Wish me a happy birthday! Um, and before their set, she, uh, I was talking to her, um, and she was telling me what a fangirl she was of Dashboard Confessional and Chris Caraba, um, and that she was going to do it, and she was a little bit crazy. Um, but... Um, she wanted me to uh, get her backstage somehow, um, but I didn't do it. Um, I, I w w was able to go backstage myself and meet Chris Caraba, um, get him to sign a CD, but, and when I back, went back and told her, she nearly flipped her lid. I just did it for the reaction pretty much, but it was pretty funny. <laughs> um, anyway, here is a Dashboard Confessional, um, Sailors and Saints. <laughs> Happy birthday. Thank you. Everybody doing okay? We're having a good time? Yeah. I just had my mind blown off by Howie Day. What did you guys think? This is Johnny Leffler from San Francisco.
last Ashford confessional song on Concert Pipeline uh, today is going to be uh, their song, The Sharp Hint of New Tears. Here is Dashboard Confessional. Way today on Concert Pipeline is 80s pop band Tears for Fears. So we're going to get to hear three songs from Tears for Fears, um, and we're going to start it out with uh, their song, Secret World.
to get to hear from uh, Tears from Fears from their show at uh, Now and Zen Festival in San Francisco back in 2004. Um, and so we're going to uh, keep the music going with those. And those are uh, Call Me Mellow. And then after that, uh, you'll get to hear Sowing the Seeds of Love uh, from Tears for Fears. <laughs>
episode of Concert Pipeline. Thank you for tuning in. Again, if you haven't yet, please hit the subscribe button to uh, so you can don't miss out on uh, future episodes of Concert Pipeline. Um, next time on the show, we're going to feature Stroke Nine. Uh, they did an in-studio performance for Concert Pipeline, uh, where they performed a, a bunch of songs, uh, did a um, really personal interview, um, and uh, you might remember them from their uh, hit single, Little Black Backpack, uh, about probably 15 years ago. So they will be on the next episode of Concert Pipeline. Um, also, you remember you can follow us on Twitter, at Concert Pipeline. Um, so thank you for uh, tuning in again. I hope you enjoyed the show and uh, tune in next time to Concert Pipeline, your pipeline to the music industry. When we-